Hi, this is Ray Barry, and welcome to the Audio Wave Cafe podcast. My guest on this episode is Reese Scott of alternative rock band Never Apart. First, I talk about your music website and are you neglecting it, which is the last thing you should be doing. Later, I shine a spotlight on the Lanch, Coventry's iconic music venue, and I finish with a song by Never Apart titled Sick of It. That better not be an omen. When's the last time you checked out your music website? Have you left it gathering dust or do you leave it for the roadie to sort out? It's been a very difficult period for musicians because of COVID restrictions and gigs can still be hard to come by. But as an artist or band, are you doing enough to maximise your potential? Maybe you have a presence on YouTube, Facebook and Spotify, but are you ignoring your website? It's where you tell the world everything about yourselves. It's where you have carefully crafted your image. It's where people can play your songs and videos. And where you tell your stories about the band. Your gig list is also here. It's where you set up your shop and sell stuff. Your website is your core influence platform. So whenever anyone lands on your site, you'd better do all you can to spark their interest, to draw them in with whatever you have to offer. Is your website quick to load and easy to navigate? Everybody's in a hurry. They want fast results. Have you identified your target audience? Do you know what they're looking for? And are you going to provide it? Many people, when they first land on a website, head straight to the bio page. Is there just a short paragraph or have you included much more detail? Describe the type of music you play and other artists who have influenced you in your songwriting or style. Include at least one photo of the band, their names, what they play. What's your USP, your unique selling point? What's different about you that makes you stand out from all the other acts out there that are similar to yours? What do you stand for? What do you believe in? Does your music, your image, reinforce those points? At the bottom of the page, ask for an email address to join your mailing list. You can then entice them with exclusive offers, song releases, whatever. Keep your website up to date. Show something is always happening with you or your band. Say include a demo you recorded. Tell a story about it and have behind-the-scenes photos of the band. Be creative. I recently came across a band website who played death metal. Now I'm not a fan, but they drew me in. On the homepage it said, check out our free music. We are a death metal band for fans of Catatonia and Paradise Lost. I immediately had an idea of what their music was like, because I had heard Catatonia's music before. The link the band provided was to Bandcamp. Yes, there was the band's free track to listen to, but also on the page was an opportunity to buy their CD. The band was also doing a lot of SEO, search engine optimization, on their site to get the attention of Google and so make it easier for other bands to find them. So, there is a lot you can do on your website to promote your band, promote your music. Don't just leave your site neglected in cyberspace. Freshen it up. Be creative. So shake off that lazy attitude and just get on with it. Because if you don't, you can be damn sure other savvy artists and bands are doing just that and more.
today I have with me Reece Scott, rhythm guitarist in Coventry band Never Apart. I first got interested in the band when I came across a YouTube video of one of their songs. They're fronted by a female singer and I was sure they were an American band. Intrigued, I just had to find out more. Reese, it's great having you join me. Pleased to meet you. Hey dude, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Who are the other members of the band? It's a little bit odd, really, because we broke up earlier this week, <laughs> actually. Oh, so, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was myself, there was Alice. Um, we had a drummer called Sam, uh, Nathan, and our guitarist called Fogel, who's Ben, but we call him Fogel. It was a nickname. Right, so is it any point in me asking him all these questions? <laughs> You've broken up. <laughs> yeah, no, we're all, we're all still all friends and all... Yeah, we're all, we're all still proud of what we do, so or what we've done. So um, I read that uh, you said you were an alternative rock band. What does that mean, alternative? I think the idea of it was was to not sort of get pigeonholed as a as a metal band. We sort of ebb and flow with softer music a bit more. You started out calling yourselves Operation Guillotine. Why did you change the name? It's a cool name. Yeah, it, it it was cool. It was it was actually stolen from another band that were. Uh, that were quite big that changed their name from operation guillotine and they're they're called uh paris now with a v yeah they're they're a big american band but we saw oh that's a cool name and they're not using it anymore so let's let's rob that so we, we changed our name from operation guillotine to never apart um men because our our drummer and our bassist from that left so there was only me alice and fogel at the time the three of us and it was like right we need a new start and the first song that we had that you've probably heard is damaged um from from never apart we wrote that as operation guillotine first it's like, oh, this this sounds heavier than anything we've ever written with operation guillotine because operation guillotine was kind of it was more blues inspired uh, the guitarist fogel uses a lot of uh, blues ideas in his in his riffs um, and this was a lot heavier than what we would normally normally have done. So we were just like, right, so this is this is an idea for the new project, basically. This is the start of what we're going to do. Okay. That's never a part. You've been together almost three years, but I can only find three songs recorded by yourselves. Is there more or was there more? We recorded a few more, uh, but they, they were unfinished. So we, we, we only managed to write three in in the time that we were together. We got we started in middle of 2019 and released Damaged in November 2019, and then we recorded Hold On Hope, our second single, in the February, I believe, and then of course the dreaded lockdown hit. There was no inspiration, there was nothing there for us to be able to write about, so we had a bit of a creative drought. We got into a stu- got into the practice rooms, and our our drummer at the time, Louis. Um, showed us this riff that he had, and that was where Sick of It came from. So we wrote and recorded, wrote and released Sick of It uh, this December. When you release a song, how do you promote it? Mainly, we do like a like a week sort of promotion before it comes out. So we do kind of an announcement the week. So we get it all set up on. I think we use TuneCore. Get it all set out on Spotify and iTunes and all that first. Make sure youtube's all sorted and all the videos are up and everything um and then once we know the dates for everything we can we can plan so we normally plan a week ahead so we'll do like sort of countdown pictures and little teasers of the videos and do sort of one or one every day up until up until the day of release like a hype week basically what feedback have you got from your music a, a lot of people have really been into 
into especially damaged i think i feel like more than the other ones damaged is just it's just such a stomping song like really aggressive the tempo of it sort of sets a sets a rhythm to it you recorded your songs at sll studios in kidderminster why is that so we we entered it as operation guillotine we entered the um godiver calling battle of the bands um to play godiver festival um we didn't win but one of the prizes was uh, a free recording weekend with uh, jay shredder he offered us on the side a, a, a free recording weekend to go and see um what we thought of his work and what he could do with us um and recorded a couple of songs there and we've used him ever since even for the never apart stuff um because he, he's an incredible man um and he he, he knows his onions definitely he's he's incredible is it is his back catalogue as well the amount of stuff that he's produced and all, all, all the people he knows and his friends are really good as well so he's, he's got a big a big pool of knowledge and everything that he pulls from and then we're able to pull from his knowledge um and it helps us as musicians as well but he's basically all the three songs that we've released he's basically been a co-writer on my main thing that i want to get into now is uh punk music um because that, that's that's what i grew up listening to um so I want to get more into punk, and I've I've heard some of the punk stuff that he that he's done before, um, and that's also incredible. So he's he's a man that can do no wrong. I'm interested to know how much did it cost to record your latest uh, release, "Sick of It," which I'll be playing later. I think it cost about five six hundred with the with the track and the video. Do you have a fan base? I'm not sure. I feel like we have people that definitely listen to our songs and i mean i've i've got like the um the spotify for artists app which which is also good for telling you where your songs are going seeing people in like the netherlands that have got your songs on a playlist and listen to it 14 times is is great yeah so i feel like we have a a, a, a smallish fan base of the people who listen to our music okay have you come across problems in finding gigs yes i'd say i have um i, I think that was mainly why like i said earlier why we chose to brand ourselves as an alt metal band or an alt rock band because it it broadens that that remit out a little bit so if, if say if we like if you say you're a metal band not not to slag, slag off metal metal music because it's it's great and it's something that i listen to a lot of um but there's certain venues and certain places that predominantly have metal bands and hard rock bands and we we want to scope out and play other things and sort of show people that hard rock and metal music isn't as aggressive and as inaccessible as it is shown to be okay i'll get that what plans do you have for 2022 getting to back into practicing and getting back getting back into gigging again which is which is going to be really fun um but other than that i'm, I'm not sure what else i know alice has songs with her with jay the uh, jay at sll studios um that's a bit more sort of upbeat and poppy i'm excited to hear what she what she's doing with that so the band as it was will not be getting together individual members you won't be teaming up with any of them this year uh, i'm 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 not too sure i'm i, I don't know i mean we're all, we're all still really good friends it's been less than a week since we split up so Bad timing. Yeah. <laughs> Bad timing for me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, you're still friends. Still friends. And you're all going to be doing something this year individually. Yeah. 
but not collectively. Okay. Reese, thanks very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. No worries, dude. Thank you. The Lanch, as it was called, was a popular music venue sited below ground level in the gym of the Lanchester Polytechnic, across the road from the cathedral in the centre of Cov. I remember one of the first bands I went to see there was The Who. It was February the 14th, 1969, and part adjacent to the building was Roger Dolch's silver Ford Mustang. No limo for him that night. Well, I guess it was just a relatively short drive up from Shepherd's Bush in London, where he lived. To see The Who live was an unforgettable experience. As usual, at the end of their set, Keith Moon kicked his drum kit all over the stage and Pete Townsend tried his best to destroy his guitar. The Who was so loud, I felt my ears were bleeding. But what a show. Amazing. Another great night was when, together with my bandmates, we saw the original Fleetwood Mac before Danny Kerwin joined them. Peter Green's guitar work that night was sublime. Jeremy Spencer, John McVie and Mick Fleetwood were all excellent. When their set ended, I just jumped up on stage, followed by my mates. I told the band how much I enjoyed their set. Jeremy Spencer then invited us to join them for a beer. I thought, how cool's that? We're going to hang out with Fleetwood Mac. Then Peter Green sighed and said no. Of course, deflated, we trooped off stage. I would have told him I played a Watkins Rapier 33 guitar. You might laugh, but when Danny Comian first joined Fleetwood Mac, he was playing a Rapier 33. I hated mine, but of course Danny Kerman was a brilliant guitarist and he could make that guitar sing. Over the years, I saw many top bands. In particular, I recall West Coast band Love played there. They were really good. Arthur Lee was their charismatic singer. They were recording their performance and there were mics all over the stage, but I've never come across any other details about the recording that night. In its heyday, the Lanch attracted bands as diverse as King Crimson and the Straubs, the Sex Pistols and the House Martins. Local bands also played there, including The Ring, The Reluctant Stereotypes and The Urge. But by the end of the 90s, it was in decline and ceased to be a major music venue. I enjoyed watching a lot of great bands there over the years. What I don't remember anything about is the beer in the upstairs bar. Maybe it was just awful. But then nobody went to the Lanch. Just a drink. Many thanks to my guest, Reese Scott of now defunct band Never Apart. This song is titled Sick of It, mixed and mastered by Jay Shredded at SLL Studios, with Alice Clark lead vocals, Reese Scott rhythm guitar, Nathan Gummery bass, Ben Ollis lead guitar, and Lewis Bailey drums.
In episode four, my guests will be Martin Bowes from Attrition, a dark wave industrial band from Coventry. I'll also be talking about why cassette tapes refuse to die off gracefully. And I'll also shine a spotlight on the General Wolf, Coventry's much-missed live music venue. That's it for now.